Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Litification Podcast. My name is Mary, your spiritual guide, talking all things about spirituality and personal development. This is the beginning of my February mini-series on love, but not just any kind of love, the only true love there is, conscious, divine, and unconditional. Before I get to the spiritual insights, I want to quickly talk about my journey with this. We're just going to head straight on into the content. I was raised from a family of seven, five of us siblings. Both parents still together, grew up Catholic, and at least in my household, love was interconnected with sacrifice. We immigrated from the Philippines to Canada 18 years ago, and so I technically grew up here. And I'm sure that most of us who can relate We feel very blessed to have parents or guardians to think about their children's future and make big risky moves to move all the way across the world just to grow up with a better life than they did. My mom believed her purpose was to be a mother, and so having a family was a dream come true that gave her a sense of fulfillment, and my dad, being the same, it wasn't a bad life. And for the longest time, I looked up to my parents and took on their values and beliefs as mine, convincing myself that I want the love that they have. Obviously, as a dreamer and being young at the time, I didn't see the whole picture. All parents fight and argue, we know that. But I tell this story because what I knew about love back then felt so full and wholesome until I did the inner work and actually awakened from what I knew and stepped outside of my stories about love. I then realized how limited my thinking was. It put love in this box, and anything more felt scary, overwhelming, or even impossible for me at least. And I'm not just talking about romantic love, right? This is also how we perceive ourselves, the love we have for ourselves, for our friends, our environment and really anything that requires a relationship. We know that our conditions are based on our upbringing, traumas, any experience that made us look at something differently affects how we love and how we receive it. For me being sheltered up till my adult life, I thought people only touch or had sex when they're married. Those beliefs coming from my past religious views, of course, I was taught to almost shame my sexual nature because it was a sin. And so when I started to be with partners, I felt not only insecure because I didn't know what I was doing, but I literally felt like I was going to hell for allowing myself to experience someone else in ways that went against Catholicism. But like many of us in this journey, if you're like me, you're probably a curious soul. I definitely was a curious rebel. I still kind of am in some ways. And I knew that I needed to experiment to know who I am and what I want. This goes with career, hobbies, friendships, movies, and places because we need experience to learn, right? So not only was I not taught how to have a connection with my body, which is an integral part of life because it's constantly communicating to you and to us our needs. But I also had a very distorted view of love because I ignored my intuition for most of my life. 
My traumas made me become a people pleaser, a perfectionist, an overachiever, and I had this very masculine approach to love. I didn't like it when people took care of me. I wanted to be the nurturer, the giver. And we've all had this to some extent, right? We know something or someone not being good for us, yet we continue on becoming a doormat or hoping for the best, even though our heart says no. Why? Because we operate too much from our minds. We weren't taught how to operate with our hearts. We mistake ourselves for being the thoughts in our head of not being enough, needing someone to validate our worth and wholeness, being taught that you need things outside of you to feel complete, and it goes on and on and on. I wanted to start this series with a challenge for you to look into the ways that you know love. From your childhood to your romantic relationships and to yourself. Do you know love as a feeling or emotion? Something that we do or act on? Something that we need and that's outside of us? Does love mean sacrifice, service, or attention? What is your meaning? Any words that come up, write it down. And then I want you to go through your list and see how many of them is dependent on something external from you. And you got to be really honest with yourselves. Can't hold anything back because we need to take all of that into the surface to transcend our versions of love of what we knew it was to something deeper, to something more. Then I want you to write down your desires within this topic. What kind of love do you crave for? Does it look like traveling to beautiful places? A kind, slow, adventurous, intimate connection? Maybe both. Does it feel like expansion and safety? We as thinking creatures believe that love comes and goes. And this is the greatest illusion one can ever imagine. That it's just a fleeting moment, just like every other emotion that arrives. But I promise by the end of this series, you will have a completely fresh and deeper outlook on what unconditional love really is and how to walk in that embodiment organically without needing to try so hard. What my spiritual journey has been like with love made me question what it is that I really want. I thought I wanted this and that, but I was wrong. And for majority of my life, I took on people's ideas of what they are, what they want, or what they wanted me to be as my identity, not really knowing what it is I actually want or need. And if you can relate, it's challenging at times to be indecisive and lost in the society's projections of you. That's why it's so important to be in your own energetic space that we can't rely on other people. The key to awakening and expanding your awareness, knowing thyself most times, looks like solitude. I'm not a love expert here. I'm still learning, and I'm not trying to force any beliefs on you. I just want to expand your mindset, your perception to what's actually available for you to experience. Because right now you are just getting a glimpse, a fraction of what being in love really means. 
And in the past, I thought I was in love. We thought in our past relationships, we were in love, right? And then something better comes along. We learn more. We love deeper. Maybe the reverse is true for you. But the love that I knew back a year ago is nothing compared to the love that I experience now. Spiritually speaking, love is our source, right? And it is the only true reality. But to truly embody this and to truly believe this, we have to decondition. And I'm not quite fully there yet either, but that's where the collective consciousness is heading towards, right? Being heart-centered beings. And I'm definitely willing to learn more and keep an open mind to make space for what else is there I don't know about. We all should. I ask you to do the same and I promise you're only going to gain. Next week, I'll be going through codependency and other egoic limitations that are keeping you from attracting a life of unconditional love. Again, this isn't just about romantic relationships, although the focus will mainly cover that. Or if you're single or in a situationship, I guarantee you that you are going to have more clarity after listening to this mini-series. Share, screenshot this episode, and tag me on Instagram at Soul Notification Podcast and at It's Mary Q. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. You are doing amazing, so celebrate because the awakening ride is the most rewarding adventure to be on. I'm sending so much love and oceans of blessings. It's only more growth from here. Namaste. Namaste.